Hello, I'm Rianne, and you're listening to Learn STEM. You probably already know what I'm going to say next, but um, Learn STEM is an educational podcast where Liam, Nisa, Milani, and myself each explore different topics in the different branches of STEM. This week, I will be focusing on engineering. Um, and before I start, there is always a link to a Google Doc in the description of our episode if you want to watch the videos and read the articles that I did to gather all of this information. I gotta say, I'm really missing Melania's mic, since I used it for our for her part two of the postmortem interval episode. Um, I'm just using my phone right now. I'm sitting in my closet to make sure my audio's as clear as it can be. Um, but I just wish I had an actual mic. But I hope the audio's fine for now. What I want to talk about in this episode is opioids. Um, and I'll, I'll tell you, because I know all of you are interested, I'll tell you about how I came to this topic. So I'm, I was kind of really behind in my driver's ed course. And so I did all of the 12 modules in like the past week. Um, and there was a very, there's a lot of stuff about drugs and like, don't do drugs, whatever. And I was like, yeah, okay, I won't do drugs. And, um just the effects they were really shoving it down my throat and coincidentally we were also talking about the opium war in my ap world class um so i'm going to give you guys a little bit of a history lesson so that i can mainly to help me in the class so i can really get this in my head i guess um so opioids come from the poppy plant and british people wanted trade with china um And China didn't really want anything that Britain had, but they started getting opium from poppies. And the opium war in the Qing dynasty was against the British around 1839. And the British were providing the dynasty with opium when it was banned because of its effects on the people who were addicted to it. It led to the decline of agricultural productivity and unemployment in the dynasty. Um, The British won the war, and they opened Hong Kong as a British port of trade, and during this time, China was (laughs) the butt of many unequal treaties with Eastern powers. So, there's your little history lesson. I hope you enjoyed. And now I'm going to get into how opium works. So, it was used for medicines and to get high thousands of years ago when it was discovered. Um, Morphine, codeine, and other components were isolated from opium and the poppy, and they are called opiates. Drug companies then started to make synthetic substances that were similar to opiates like heroin, hydrocodone, oxycodone, and fentanyl. And all of these, all of those um, substances that I just mentioned are all called opioids. In the 1980s and 90s, opioids were distributed a lot as painkillers because they were really effective, but um, unfortunately they were also, they are also very highly addictive. People then started getting addicted to their medications and usually nowadays how people get them is they obtain them from family and friends 
who have been prescribed the drug. Um, Opioids make up most of drug overdose deaths in the United States, and I'm going to get into how they work. They bind to opioid receptors in the brain, and endorphins, which are natural painkillers in the body, bind to these receptors just not as well as opioids do. So this means that opioids can help someone manage more pain than the natural endorphins can. And when they bind, dopamine is released, which creates the euphoric feeling that comes with opioids. Along with this, though, they suppress noradrenaline from being released, which decreases wakefulness, breathing, digestion, and blood pressure. And higher dosages of the drug means that they it results in more drastic effects to breathing and blood pressure and it can even lead to death so later on the body can become tolerant and people have to take more of the drug to get the same effects they did before the more of the drug that is taken the lower the noradrenaline levels and the body compensates by increasing the amount of noradrenaline receptors and the body gets used to it so if someone stops taking the drug then they suffer from withdrawal symptoms because the noradrenaline levels skyrocket. So to tie this all back to engineering, there is this thing called naloxone, which is a medication that helps combat this addiction and overdoses dealing with opium. So how it works is it binds to the opioid receptors that I mentioned earlier on, but it doesn't activate the receptors. So basically it keeps opioids from binding to the receptors and it even breaks them away if they are already bonded to the receptors. Um, So engineering is, people saw this problem, this epidemic of addiction, and they used engineering to manufacture something that would help solve the problem. So this really highlights the importance of engineering, and it's not just like one thing. Like I know some people would think engineering and think like, building a tower or something but um it also applies to stuff like this like biomedical engineering even on top of the naloxone it can be improved on even more um because currently naloxone delivery systems are effective in mitigating the opioid effects for only only a few hours so obviously people can work on it more and develop something that is even more effective to deal with the problem of addiction and overdoses. Seeing as opioid overdose deaths were five times higher in 2016 than in 1999. This is a quote from U.S. Surgeon General's Spotlight on Opioids. The majority of those deaths were unintentional. So what they mean by unintentional is when people are dependent on the opioids, they once they stop taking them, then they get the withdrawal systems. And I'm sure you guys are aware of this. But what happens with the withdrawal systems is after a period of time, if they go back to the opioids, if they take them again, they are at higher risk of overdose because what would have been like a normal dose for them when their tolerance was high could now be deadly. So what I think is the unintentional deaths 
are because people going back to opium are not aware of this extra risk when they are going back because their tolerance was not as high or they are not as tolerant as they were before to the drug. I know most of you guys listening have already learned about this stuff in school or wherever, but I'm hoping that you learned a little bit more about the details of how addiction works, and especially opium, obviously, because that's what this episode is about. Um, I definitely, I did learn about this stuff in school too, but I learned a lot more with this research, and if you didn't know anything about addiction at all, then I hope this really strengthens your knowledge. So that's all I have for you in this episode of Learn STEM. I can't believe it's worth, this is like the 24th episode and I'm all the way back to engineering because if you guys remember, engineering was my first episode on the Learn STEM podcast. I hope you enjoyed, and if you want to hear more from us, especially Liam, Nisa, and Melania, they all have great episodes. Nisa just went on a trip to New York, actually, and we have a vlog up on our YouTube channel at LearnSTEM, the same way it's spelled wherever you're listening to this episode now. Um, You should definitely go listen to their episodes. They're very informative and very entertaining, and rate us five stars on Spotify. If you're on YouTube, like the video. Uh, If you're on Anchor, send this link to everyone you know, every single person in your contacts, please and thank you. So I love you if you listen to this whole thing and be sure to listen to the rest of our episodes at LearnSTEM on everything, YouTube, Anchor, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts and be sure to tune in every Sunday where we post a new educational podcast for you to listen to. Next week will be Liam's. I'm sure he'll come up with something amazing. And I love you. Goodbye. Mm